Hello, everyone. My name is Eric McCray. I am your recovery coach slash encourager. This is Victorious for Life podcast. The name of this episode, I'm going to talk about the movie, the updated version of The Color Purple. I wanted to talk about the positive and the negative aspects of the movie that I actually observe. Yesterday in my church, we decided to go see the movie The Color Purple. It was um, it was great. It was it was it wasn't a bad picture overall. It was a lot of uh, it had a great cast. The cast members was great. Tahaji, she did a great job of of playing Shook Avery. Uh, The movie was great far as the acting and the singing. The issues that I have with the movie, I'm just going to just get right into it. It had a lot of lesbian energy in this movie. I mean, the original Color Purple had lesbian energy in it as well, but not nowhere near at the magnitude that the updated version of the color purple had. It was just too much. And there's a lot of women, even in churches, a lot of women that are on the down low when it comes to that lesbian energy, that lesbian spirit. Then you have women that are also are recovering lesbians themselves. And I just believe that when women and it could be men too, you know. And when it, when it comes when it has when it comes to like a scene where there's two men involved, it's just it's it's uncomfortable. And I'm not saying that that's guaranteed means that someone that sees these kind of scenes that they're going to be motivated to embrace that or to accept that. I'm not saying that. My thing is that it's just too much. It's it's sad that society is so comfortable with showing, you know, uh, promoting. LGBTQ like this at a very high level. And I believe that this spirit has went beyond affecting the Christian community. So anyway, it had a strong lesbian presence in the movie. Also too, I don't like the fact that for decades, white supremacy, the the white power structure that have influence that are in charge of movies because Steven Spielberg is one of the people that owned the movie, The Color Purple. Him and, a, and another Jewish lady, they actually own The Color Purple. So a lot of people believe that Oprah Winfrey, she owns The Color Purple as far as the rights of the movie. No, she doesn't. The only thing that Oprah Winfrey did, she financially contributed to the movie because The Color Purple was a $100 million budget. It had a $100 million budget with this movie. So Oprah Winfrey, she contributed to that, but that doesn't indicate or mean that she owned the actual movie or owned the rights to the movie, The Color Purple. What else? Um, I don't like the fact that that white people for years, they utilize violence, domestic violence amongst black families, amongst black couples to use this as a weapon to destroy or break down the, the black family structure. Been, they have been doing this for years. And a lot of the African-American women at my church, they see this movie, they automatically felt empowered. This movie only empowered women. It did not empower men. It shows, you know, Mr. obviously beating on Seeley. And then she finally had got the courage to leave him. Then she started doing good without him. And it's no different than what you see now as far as black women. They get... They leave these uh, these dysfunctional relationships with men, but it's always one-sided that they are the victims. And now they have been liberated. They got away from this man. And it contributes to why a lot of women chooses 
to be uh, lesbians, candy lickers, carpet munches, why they choose to go in that direction because based on a lot of women's stories, they have been beaten by men, they, be, they have been mistreated by men, and I'm not saying that black men are innocent. There are a lot of black men that are absolutely wrong for mistreating black women. However, that's not the case with every man. It really isn't because you have a lot of black women that contribute to domestic violence and they don't want to speak on this. A lot of people need to understand that when it comes to domestic violence, it's not just physical, it's also verbal. But the problem that I have with society that people feel that a man is supposed to handle or accept a black woman verbally mistreating him, that she could talk to him any kind of way and, he's, and that's what he signed up for. The devil is a liar. That's not God's will. Just because in the history of assault charges, no one has never went to jail for verbal abuse only. Only physical abuse. So people normally say what they want to say because they know that words alone is not going to uh, motivate the judge to convict you. The problem is that verbal abuse, some people believe that is even worse than physical abuse because physical scars can heal. But verbal abuse, those scars, they're a lifetime. A lot of times they don't heal. They don't. Old insults last a long time. And I had a problem with that. And, you know, just the way that even a mister at the end where Celie played by the role of Fantasia she actually inherited a um, a shop and she turned it into like a seamstress because she was good with um, making clothes with needles and threads and stuff like that. So Mr. came in the store and I know this is more like a spoiler alert, but he comes in the store and he wanted to, to buy some pants. And the only pants that she had for him was more like pants that a gay man would wear. It wasn't even masculine at all. And I don't like the fact that that they demasculized that the role of Mr. It was more like payback for after he beat on her and the way he mistreated her. And so you mean to tell me that the only pair of pants that she had available for him to wear, that the only pair of pants that she was only able to make was those gay looking pants, those flashy pants, like he earth went to fire or something like that. I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was good to see Celie, you know, redeem herself and she got herself together. But it was a part of the movie during the musical where she said that she used, used the words and saying that now she's wearing the pants now. So the problem that I have with this movie is that when it comes to the structure of God, that women, even women in the church, do not respect the structure that God has implemented for years. The structure that God originated is God, man, woman, children, and everything else. Let me say it again. It's God, man, woman, children, everything else. It's not God's will for women, whether it's black women or women overall, to feel that they are superior over a man. That's never God's will. It never has been God's will and it never will be. Yes, I do understand and respect that if a lot of men are not motivated to worship Jesus, then Jesus will use a woman. 
I understand that. And that's not because God don't want to use men. It's because of the fact that a lot of men, they, for, for obvious reasons, why they are not stepping up to the plate to serve Jesus Christ. That's a conversation for another day. But I will say that this black man here, the voice that you hear, he has stepped up to the plate to serve Jesus Christ. And I will speak for all men and I will speak for all black men. Not every black man or weak. Not all of us are weak. Not all of us are cowards. Not all of us refuse to serve Jesus Christ. Myself, there are plenty of black men out there that are just as motivated as women to serve Jesus Christ. Not that it's competition. The point I'm saying is that when a lot of women see the color purple, y'all feed into the energy of the movie and based off y'all perspective, that's your reality. And I don't agree that that's the 100% the reality overall. After you leave the movie theater, now you feel empowered. Now you're ready to fight. You feel that a man can't tell you nothing. Even a single black man that live by themselves, you know, and, and, that, that has been taking care of themselves for years. She feel that a man can't tell her nothing, but then she still want a husband. A lot of women, the reason, one of the biggest reasons why I believe that a lot of African-American women when it comes to, to the percentages of women overall, period, different races, why black women are the least likely to get married. I believe a lot of it has to do with images similar to the color purple, how you have racist white people, racist white men that will uh, utilize, that will uh, use uh, this major weapon that they have been using for years to get black men and black women to war against each other. That is nothing but the trick of the, of the enemy. And black women and black men, we have to understand that and we got to put a stop to that. It's not God's will for a black man to go to war with a black woman. It's not God's will for that. And we cannot continue to keep allowing racist white people to create movies that, proje that project domestic violence amongst black couples and when black women sees this on a tv screen or in a movie theater instead of her looking past that looking and, and seeing how that's the trick of the enemy she feeds into that and, and makes it difficult for a man to even have a desire to sustain to be with her it makes it difficult for a black woman to be not only faithful but really more submissive to a black man because she feels that you can't tell me nothing. You ain't going to put your hands on me. None of that. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that a woman should be mistreated in any kind of way. But at the same time, when you have this kind of energy, with this energy where a man can't tell you nothing, you're not going to be submissive. How long do you think a man going to want to stay with you? I do agree. It is better for a man to live on it. The, the corner of a rooftop of a house and to be with a quarrelsome woman or a, another way of putting a woman that has a lot of mouth, a woman that's not submissive. I understand that a lot of women feel that they're not going to be submissive to a man unless he gives her a legitimate, unless he's a true leader. Listen, that's just conversation. A man can be a true leader. A man can be a responsible man. That's still no guarantee that a woman is going to be submissive to that man. A lot of women are just stubborn and the feminist movement has affected the church overall completely. It has affected the church. But when a man talks about topics like this, most women 
they, they will look at the man like he's insecure, like he's intimidated by women that are in control or women that have themselves together. And, 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 you know, he's just overall a weak man just because he have complaints about women's behavior, period, especially in the church. No, that doesn't mean, listen, I know I'm not a weak man and I don't have to necessarily verbalize this multiple times to prove a point. I'm just speaking about observation, the issues that I have with women overall, period, especially in the ministry, because it's all about this female energy, this feminist liberal rights movement for, for women. And as a potential minister, I'm all about kingdom. I'm not here to support the female, the feminist movement. I'm all about supporting people, period, encouraging families, not women. The civil rights movement, for example, was all about black family structure. It was not about black women being liberated. No, it wasn't. It ain't had nothing to do with that. In the 70s, the, the government had issued programs, issued um, opportunities and resources for black women to be successful. All that was the trick of the enemy to destroy the black family structure. Also, too, like a lot of jobs where where a lot of it's difficult for a lot of men to get really um, high paying jobs because it was brought to my attention that the white power structure, they would give uh, they would give these high paying jobs to black women. And the objective is that they want black women to, to be superior over black men. So black women are superior. Black men are inferior. And when you reverse the roles like that, it contributes to defeminizing men, stripping them away from from the authority that Jesus originally gave the man in the first place. And it's not God's will for a woman to convince herself that she's something that Jesus never created you to be in the first place. When Adam messed up in the book of Genesis, those are those of you that are listening, Bible scholars here, when Jesus Slash God entered to enter into the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day. He actually communicated with Adam first. He spoke to Adam. He wasn't even thinking about Eve. He called out to Adam, asked him, where is he? Where you at? The only time that he really had a conversation with Eve with Eve is when he actually gave her her punishment. You know what I'm saying? Forced, you know, at, um, receiving pain through childbirth and stuff like that. But other than that, he didn't really have an interest of having a conversation with her because he left the garden to be managed by Adam, a man, not Eve. Also, too, even in the Bible, you know, you hear a lot, you know, um, I'm the God of uh, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Those are three men. You never hear Jesus or God say, I'm the God of Ruth, Mary Magdalene or any other woman that's in the Bible. You never hear that. It's no, I'm not here to create the battle of the sexes on Victorious for Life podcast. I'm not here for that. What I'm saying is that I'm speaking about things that most people, they would talk about, but they're not going to make it public. Well, this way I come in at because this what separates me from a lot of podcasters. This what separates me from a lot of ministers is that I choose to talk about controversial topics or topics that will eventually become controversial. 
I'm here to talk about the, the major or the big elephant in the room. Once again, the color purple, it wasn't a bad, 100% bad movie. They had an all-star cast. You know, it was a great movie. Once again, Tahaji, she played, she did a great job playing Shook Avery. And let's talk about the behind the scenes or at least outside of the movie because those of you who haven't heard, Taraji, she's upset with Oprah Winfrey because she's, she's upset that they only paid her a fraction of what she owed. So she didn't really make a lot of money in that picture. Even the, even Fantasia and also uh, the uh, the heavyset uh, female that played in uh, Orange is the New Black, she played Sophia. She even told, they, they all told Oprah Winfrey that they didn't have no food for them on the set. They ain't had no food at all. Y'all didn't even feed them, no food or nothing. And that's crazy. Also, too, the, um, the producers, they made them rent cars so they can actually have transportation to the studio. So it was, it was just crazy. If that was an all-white cast, they would have had food there. They would have had limousines and picked them up and brought them to the movie set. They would have been accommodated. It's just sad that, you know, just it's just sad that when people watch movies that they just watch surface stuff. They don't look and try to look at the hidden message. There's always a hidden message in every movie. But the reason why uh, white supremacy, the Illuminati, the reason why they're able to get away with with uh, with you know hit, you know hiding messages that really are in plain sight, but the reason why they are hidden in plain sight because the average person don't do no research, and I see why the Bible says that people will perish for a lack of knowledge because people don't do no research. They are like um, they're, they're 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 puppets. Um, you put something on TV, the average person gonna believe it. They're not gonna do no research to see if. The media is telling the truth or not. The media, either they mix lies with the truth or they 100% lie. Well, anyway, I don't need to be repetitive. Go see the movie for yourself. And, you know, you, you have your own opinions about the picture. Like I said, once I say it again, the movie wasn't a bad picture. I would give it a three stars. Not necessarily a five star. I would give it a three star. It wasn't a bad picture overall. The singing was great. The dancing was great. The performance was great. It's just that that movie was all about supporting black women. It was all about the feminist movement with black women. And I just didn't like the way it's, listen, it's one thing, it's nothing wrong with encouraging black women. It's just the way the movie was orchestrated, the way the movie was designed to encourage black women, I would never respect that. I don't want to see a movie where you got a black man beating on another black woman. You mean to tell me that you couldn't create no movie where black a black man is respecting a black woman, where black the black family structure cannot be united. And what it is, it gives black women a reason to continue to be single parents. It, it gives them a reason for them to continue to be in a, to embrace the lesbian energy, to be carpet munchers, carpet munchers and candy lickers. And give them give them a reason to embrace that. When you see, you know, a movie like The Color Purple, for example, and I just didn't like that. But other than that, I'm just going to fall back as always. You know, leave your comments. Let me know what y'all think, and enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you.